What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? This is your favorite host speaking, Mr. Denzel Turner, and you are back listening to the Black Fridays podcast. Now, before I get into the business and we listen to the episode, I feel like I owe y'all an apology. You might have not noticed this, but I hope that you did, because that means that you're listening. Last week, there was no episode. My bad. But my day job and life was getting the best of me, so I had to cater to the bag so I can make sure that I can continue to produce dope content and get it out to y'all and keep tapping in with these amazing guests. So my fault, I will do better. And speaking of getting to the bag, my guest today has a lot of information that will help all of us get our pockets just a little bit fatter. Mac Tuggle is joining the podcast today, and he was nice enough to share his expertise on what he knows about the stock market, cryptocurrency, NFTs, and then also how him taking a leap of faith and really digging into stocks and investments changed his life for the better. So whatever you're doing, however you're listening, turn the volume up, sit back, relax, listen to this free game. If you love money and if you hate money, then turn the podcast off. This ain't for you. I don't know why you hate money, but that's between you and God. Now play my intro. Oh, it's good. You are now in oh, the by Despite Jones. to help me give a warm welcome to Mr. Matt Tuggle. He's an investor. He's an author. He's a father. He's a husband. He's also a huge Michigan basketball fan hey. like me. Uh, so I want to make sure that y'all show him some love as we introduce him on the podcast today. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. How about you? I'm doing amazing, man. I'm grateful that you're able to join me on the podcast today and give a little bit of background on how we got a chance to meet. I was at an event and I got a chance to stop by Mac and his wife, Booth. Uh, they were representing Fine Game and then also uh, Mac's uh, book as well. And just start chopping it up, just having a normal conversation, learning more about what it is that they do. And um, yeah, man, we went down the rabbit hole talking about Michigan basketball, talking about Michigan, Detroit, um, and finding some connections there. And I was like, you know what? I love their energy, love what they got going on, seem like great, genuine people. So I got to get them on the podcast uh, and definitely reached out to Mac to make that happen. So I'm grateful that you're here, man. And just want to know if you could give us a little bit of background on yourself. Yeah, I really appreciate the intro and I really appreciate you having uh, me on. Uh, and the feeling is mutual uh, and reciprocated. Um, really, really good energy meeting you um, and an instant connection. And so it's just a real satisfaction that, you know, we can have this opportunity to, you know, just chop it up and share, you know, some things that we've talked about uh, with the people. Um, so as, as mentioned, uh, my name is Mac Tuggle um, and I'm a lot of things, but uh, the one thing I'm really, really excited about is uh, this, the markets and I'm a serious investor. Um, I'm an author. Um, and I'm a market technician. Um, and I've been studying the markets for about 10 years. I've been investing for about 10 years. Um, and, you know, I'm pretty diversified. I'm in the stocks. I'm in the cryptocurrency. I'm in the commodities. So 
Um, I'm really enthused about uh, the state of the markets at the moment. I'm really enthused about the financial technology that uh, we've been seeing, the revolution. Um, and, you know, I'm just trying to share that with the people. I'm trying to help people bridge the financial gap. Um, and, you know, just kind of try to sharpen and increase people's acumen. Um, and I thought writing a book, uh, this way to wall street would be a great platform to do that. And so here we are now. Most definitely. And I'm really looking forward to getting into that piece of the conversation, learning more about what you know about the market, your knowledge and experience, um, in investing, uh, so I can, you know, help duplicate my pockets and everybody else can get some information and some gems as well. But before we Absolutely. get to that, I got to get, we got to run in my favorite segment of black Fridays is called freestyle Friday. So freestyle Fridays, very simple rules. I think you, I think you can handle this. You got a freestyle. Okay. You gotta give me some, you gotta give me eight bars or something. I'm eight bars? A, I'm put on an instrumental and you just gotta go. You just gotta okay. go for it. Who got the instrumental? I got the instrumental or you? No, I'm, I'm messing with you. You don't have to freestyle at all. Okay, you know, hey, hey, if I'm TTG, I'm trained to go, so I ain't to be a good participant. Got a course for, so I was ready, my man. I was ready. Yeah. I see, and I appreciate that. I okay. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Freestyle Friday is it's a little bit simpler than that. It's just a random okay. sermon of questions. They're all about you, so you can't get them wrong. And okay. only got two rules. You answer every question, and you answer it honestly. Okay, that sounds good. I'm excited. Let's go. All right, cool. So, very first question. This is a layup. What was the last place that you traveled? Oh, that was very recent. Oahu. What a beautiful island. Uh, I honestly went to east, west, north, south, uh, several, several beaches, and just an amazing experience. Uh, my boys went with me, with my wife and my mother-in-law. So a uh, really, really great trip. And that's in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. So we stayed in Honolulu, but, you know, traveled everywhere. Dope. Oh, I, I haven't been to Hawaii yet, but I got to go while I'm on this coast. So I'm glad. That yeah, you, yeah. Uh, it, it deserves your presence. It really does. <laughs> For it sure. Does. Yeah. Say no more. Uh, okay. so, so I need to know, because you are a lot of things, like you said, you are definitely a business owner, your husband, your father, uh, wear a lot of different hats. In terms of getting your me time, which is men, especially black men, we don't always kind of sit down and think about like, oh, this is me time or try to get time alone. But when you do have that time, when you have that space, what do you typically do? Like, what's your go to to where, you know, I'm doing this for Mac and this is what's going to help me recharge? Yeah, you know, and. Uh, I'm really big on the sacrifice, man. You mm. know, I, I know that there is an a ongoing conversation about self-care and about me time. Mm. Um, and I totally, totally, you know, value mental health and I value personal time. But I really try to find uh, my time within the scope of my day. So for instance, my work commute, you know, there and back is an hour and a half, 45 minutes each way. Mm. That's my time, right? So it's not taken away from my kids, my job's getting handled, but I can compartmentalize and say, yo, this is my time. So I'm gonna turn up, might call the homeboy or do whatever I gotta do, but that's an hour and a half a day where I'm alone. So, mm. you know, within 
within my day, I find that. Another thing that I really enjoy doing uh, and that's still for myself is cutting my own hair. So I got some Oster Classic 76s. If you cut hair, you know, those are the go-tos. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, cut my hair for about an hour. And that's my time. I'm listening to music. I'm drinking espresso. Uh, oftentimes I'm listening to a podcast. So I'm doing a little bit of upskilling at the same time. But yeah, within the scope of my day, I really do find me time. That's dope. And I, I like the way that you put it into perspective of in the normal floor of your day, you're able to find those spots like, OK, I'll have an hour here. I have an hour and a half here. That's, you know, I'm alone and I'm just going to do me. I'm just going whatever exactly. I'm whatever my vibe is. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Right. So that's what I do. Uh, some of it could be personality. I'm a Virgo. I don't know who's into, you know, horoscope or anything, but, you know, we, we are kind of a certain way and kind of routine. So I, it, it goes with my personality. And at the same time, it doesn't take away from my business, doesn't take away from my boys, doesn't take away mm. from my family. So, you know, that's the most important thing. And, you know, as I said in the beginning, I'm really big on self-sacrifice at this point in my life. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. And I know you spent I know you're from you're originally from Cali, right? Right. Los Angeles from L.A. However, what we have in common, our love for Michigan basketball. So I need to ask you this. And it might not be a tough question for you, but it is for me a little bit. Who's the greatest basketball player to come out of Michigan? Out of the state or the college? Out of the college. But, uh, you know, I'm going to make it tougher and ask the second part after you give me the Michigan player. And they might be one and the same. Right, right, right. The best basketball player to come out of Michigan. I mean, I got to go with C. Webb. I got to go with C. Webb. So let's see what else I got for you. All right, your favorite book, because I know you, you uh, I get the vibe, you're intellectual, you like to read, you're author, so I'm sure you're reading other things. So what's a, in recent memory, what's the favorite book of yours? <laughs> Uh, most recent ones right here, man. This was good, man. This was good. You read this one? I have not, but I have Ooh. to put it on my list. Ooh, this is heat. This is heat. This is Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. And it's really just about, you know, building that consistency in your life. I know that we all we all go through ebbs and flows, just like the tide, right? So this is just about tiny, tiny little changes that you make day to day that can help you be remarkable. Sometimes life gets in the way of my routine, your routine, and every normal human being. But how about you don't allow that to happen twice in a row? How about you just refuse to allow that to happen twice in a row? And that's how you string together those wins. Just a small little rule, just one rule. Okay, I'm going to give myself grace if I miss something. Give yourself that grace. I'm human, but don't let that happen twice in a row. And so these are just, you know, that's just one example of one tiny rule or way of thinking that can actually string together some wins. You must have a history in sales because you just sold me on buying the book. And uh, I, <laughs> I definitely got to add that to the collection now. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent. All of those little things, you string them together and then that's how you can come up with the big wins for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Doing the little things really good. Exactly. 
Right, exactly. Right. So shout out to you for engaging in my shenanigans. You successfully passed Freestyle Friday. Hey, say that. Hey. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Okay. <laughs> and now I want to uh, get more into the conversation of the book. So this way to Wall Street, I want to know what led you up to the opportunity to develop a book. And then spoiler alert, you're the first author to come onto the Black Fridays podcast. Hey, so that. shout out to you. I've been looking oh, for so an author. Yeah, so I've been I've been looking for an author, a black author to come on here for a minute, man. And uh, I'm glad that we were able to meet. And then, you know, here we are. So yeah, first author yeah. to be on Black Friday's podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it started in my notes on my phone, man. And uh you know, one day I was I was in bed. It was probably like 10 or 11 at night. And, you know, I just was thinking and I was just writing. I wanted to write some thoughts down. And this wasn't something that I do, you know, often. I, I, I need to write down my thoughts more than I currently do. So but I just, you know, felt inspired. And so I did. And this was December of 2019. So. I kind of start working on it a little bit, but it's still on my phone and I really don't know what I'm doing, um, but I'm just thinking out loud, right? I'm thinking out loud. And uh, the pandemic hits, right? So I work in the retail industry, my nine to five, you know, mm -hmm. I've been doing that for nine years. I've been customer service for 14 years. Um, so we were shut down for a hundred days, you know, everybody. And I know a lot of people were shut down for longer than that, but we were shut down for a hundred days. So from like March to June, you know, I was at home. Um, and I just challenged myself, man. I, I don't know, you know, where the talk came from or, or where the, the inspiration came from. But once I, once I spoke to my wife about the possibility of writing a book, once I spoke to my sister about the possibility of writing a book, um, it almost was like I formed a commitment with myself because um, I knew that it wasn't a small undertaking, but just verbalizing it to people that, you know, trust you, um, it almost kind of anchored me to the process to see it through. Uh, so that first hundred days I spent, you know, just writing in, in, uh, in one of the mead notebooks. We all know the mead notebooks. You can't even rip them out. You know, they just the little folders. I filled it up and uh, took it to the Mac. The Mac, I worked on the iMac, typed it in, uh, searched out for an editor. They helped me edit it, searched out for a publisher. I self-published myself. And uh, yeah, here we are. It was about a two-year pro process. And then as far as the investment piece of it, so what can people expect from learning more about markets, investing as far as the, the book goes and the information in it? Yeah. So, uh, you know, have you ever been to Disneyland or you ever been to an amusement park or anything like that? You ever, what you guys got the rapid, what you guys got back in Ohio? Uh, uh, uh Detroit. Oh, uh, Kalahari, Kalahari. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. So, you know, you go to an amusement park, man, and, you know, you need to go to the information desk or you got to get a map, right? Because it's a big park. Uh, and so that's what this is. This is a roadmap for somebody that's just getting in or just getting inclined to invest in. And it's going to help them, uh, number one, point out the ways to go. And number two, point out the ways not to go. Right. So uh, that's what this is, essentially. Um, and then it does get into some, you know, 
strategy and to some tactics. But, you know, if I was to sum it up succinctly, I would say this is a roadmap. And then I want to ask from a financial standpoint for you to what got you into investing? Because that is not something common in our culture. And then um, especially for, uh, you know, well, yeah, in the culture in general, like, you know, a lot of people have issues saving or at least that's you know what they tell us. But I know I have. I didn't necessarily grow up talking about finances or money or investing in my household. So I want to know, like, what got you inspired in order to dig deeper into these markets and then get to the point that you are in now? Yeah, uh, man, that's a rabbit hole. (laughs) That's a rabbit hole. But, you know, I'm glad to share that with you. So, you know, here we go. Like to say, like to hear, hear, go. Right. Uh, So when I was a young man, I was incarcerated Mm. Uh, and I was incarcerated in federal prison for seven years. Uh, and, you know, the reason why, you know, that I was incarcerated was for selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but the root cause of that was because I didn't have the skills to support myself the way I wanted to support myself. And so I made rash decisions. Right. You know, obviously I sold drugs, but that was just kind of the behavior, the mentality. It could have been anything. Right. Um, But I didn't have the skills, you know, as a man to live the life that I wanted to. So I tried to take a shortcut, you know, and I paid for that. You know, I paid seven years for that. And so that was essentially my entire 20s. So about three or four years into, you know, my sentence, um, and I had originally been sentenced to 12 years, but I won an appeal. So it, it ended up being seven. But about three or four years into that sentence, uh, a friend of mine, Deshaun Lolly, still a friend to this day. One of my, I'd say my two friends, two, three friends. I got three friends. He's still my friend to this day. And he says, man, what do you think that we start uh, looking at some stocks? And this is when, you know, this is, uh, you know, 2009, 2010, right? This is when everything's still in the newspaper, Mm -hmm. right? And so we start looking at stocks. And so, you know, I kind of, kind of like, man, I kind of like this. This is kind of cool, right? So I'm reading it every day and now I'm going up to the library and I'm getting books on it. And uh, my friend, he kind of, he didn't really take to it as much as me. So I kind of took off and he just kind of figured it wasn't for him. So, but I still credit him to this day for getting me into it. Even though he's not into it, he got me into it. And so I always give credit to him uh, and and it changed my life. It really did. So I'm in the library one day and I'm studying, I'm studying. I got my books out, you know, I got my newspapers out. I'm trying to, you know, figure this thing out. And this guy walks by me. His name is Jermaine Chase. He was out of Virginia. And he says, uh, they call me precise. He said, precise. He said, you in the stocks? And I said, not really, man. I'm, I'm trying to get into stocks, but I'm not, I'm not really into stocks. He like, man, he like, what you looking at is garbage. <laughs> and I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, that's garbage. He's like, man, meet me up here tomorrow and don't bring nothing with you. And I said, all right, bet. So 
background behind Jermaine. Jermaine was big time dope boy out of Virginia. And, you know, I seen his paperwork. I mean, he was getting them straight out of South America. So well, I knew Jermaine's background so that I, I knew that his reputation wasn't for no for no garbage. Right. This guy was a, a, a big D boy. So I respected him when he told me that. Right. And uh, so I met him up there and, you know, he set me on my way and he set me on this author right here. His name is Alexander Elder. This is my favorite author. Uh, it wasn't this book. The book he gave me was Trading for a Living, his first book. Uh, but I read that book and I fell in love with uh, the psychological aspects of individual psychology and mass crowd psychology. And uh that's how I got started, man. And I just, I never let up. I never let up. And when I got out, uh, I just worked two jobs. I worked 80 hours a week and invested everything that I could. That's phenomenal, man. Uh, being able to, you know, recognize that one way that you were living and doing things wasn't going to get you the ultimate outcome of uh, where you wanted to be in. And like, for lack of better words, maybe like misguided energy. Cause like you said, you, you know, uh, had, had you been led in this direction, maybe a little bit earlier on, then, you know, who knows like where you could have been uh, instead of having to do the things that you had to do um, and, and learn those lessons, but uh, definitely being able to take the knowledge and like take to something that you identified with and you were like, you know what, this is cool. I want to, I want to learn more and then start digging more and then like really get into it. And then, you know, being able to uh, become an expert in, in that and um, really build that out into some of the things that you're doing now is definitely uh, amazing. And I wanted to understand as far as like the markets now, like what do you see in the markets? Like what's your, while we got the expert here on the podcast, I want to know what's your expertise? What's the, what do you like in the market? What companies do you like? And then by the way, I'll get a disclaimer. It, you know, any advice that's given on here, any information you get from here, <laughs> please consult your financial advisor or, you know, however you want to do that, go do your own research. Do not be like Mac and Denzel told you to invest in nothing because that is not what is happening here? I'm just, you know, trying to hear from the expert. And right, see right. So, yeah, going on. right. Yeah, this isn't, you know, investment advice. This is all in my opinion. You know, my opinion is based on research and experience, um, but I'm really excited about the markets. Um, you know, when we say the markets, you're really referring to the S&P 500, which is, you know, 500 stocks into one basket. Uh, it's under the ticker SPY. Uh, or you're talking about the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which is 30 blue chip companies, right? Or you're talking about the NASDAQ 100. So that's the top 100 technology companies. So when you say the markets, we're talking about either the S&P 500, the NASDAQ 100, or the Dow Jones Industrial Average. That's pretty much, you know, the vernacular for it. So uh, the NASDAQ, you know, it fell about 20% so far this year from all-time highs. Um, the S&P 500, I want to say, fell about 12% this year. Uh, Bitcoin's down about 50% from all-time highs. Ethereum's down about 50% from all-time highs. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm not a millionaire yet, right? If I was a millionaire, I, you know, I, I would be a little, uh, you know, discouraged. But I'm trying to build my bag right now. So it's like uh, I've kind of 
not kind of, I've known a correction was coming. I didn't predict it, but I could feel it. And so here it is. And I'm really excited about it. Uh, this week was really, really volatile. We may have found a bottom. We had a really, really strong reversal, three really strong up days in a row. Uh, and usually that indicates a fourth update in a row, usually. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for Monday. I'm excited for cryptocurrency. I'm excited for it all. And can you give me the intro slide? Well, in my mind, I keep thinking of it is, can you give me the dummies guide? If you don't know anything about investing or getting into the market to how you can start a portfolio, because one thing that got me into it was one of my favorite podcasts, Earn Your Leisure. So listening to them and talking about markets and they really like kind of bring it down for the common day people who may not be in that every day. And then also my friends, like they started investing years before I did and then really like encouraged me like this is all it takes to get a portfolio. And the way that I learned between a mixture of them and Earn Your Leisure was to identify with the brands that's you already use every day, like, you know, the, the strong core brands. So for example, like Apple, Target, Amazon, all that type of stuff, and then get you a pot of money that you're willing to invest and put into the market and then divide your money up by however many stocks of the stuff that you like um, that's in the market. And then that's how I got my portfolio going. Um, and then, you know, just play it for me playing a long-term game, but for people who may be a little apprehensive or just don't know how to get started, what would you recommend? Yeah, you know, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to do a shameless plug, but I'm just going to go to the first quote in my book because I love how you said that. And um, one thing, that's the Peter Lynch way. What Peter Lynch is, uh, you know, he was a phenomenal investor on Wall Street. And he would go into the mall and the supermarket and look and see what people are buying. And he would find companies that would go up 10 times. They're called 10 baggers. And he would do this just by looking at what people were buying at the, at the grocery store. So that's a tried and true strategy. There is no right. There is no wrong. There just is. Right? Because that might be right for you, but not right for me. Mm -hmm. Or that might be right for the guys on Earn Your Leisure, but not for her. Right? So um, I like that strategy. Um, and there's a lot of people that have been successful with that strategy. And so that's the thing that I really, really stress in this book is that there is no wrong way to invest. Everybody invests differently. Um, Peter Lynch, you know, he invests differently than Warren Buffett, you know, and these are both, you know, legendary investors. Uh, and there's people who speculate. Um, there's a guy, Stephen Cohen um, from SAC Capital, and they do high frequency trading and he's a legend. Right. So there is no right. There is no wrong. There just there just is. Um, but the main thing that we all need to do is get some exposure some way. It's like basketball. Uh, it's like basketball. And I'm sorry to, you know, be redundant, but I love. Oh, no. right? Yeah, I love, I love hooping, too. Yeah. Right. But, you know, first of all, I think Chris Paul is probably one of the best guards in the league, him and Kyrie. Right. But they both play point guard. Um, and James Harden, we'll just say for purposes of this conversation, we'll say he's a point guard, right? So we'll say Dame Lillard's a point guard, and we'll say just for purposes, Steph Curry's a point guard. They're all great, all of them, and none of them pay, play the same. 
You know, we're all going to play a little bit differently based on our skill set, based on our bag, based on a lot of things, based on our fears, based on risk. So, you know, there is no right or wrong way. There just is. And, you know, it's a journey of self-discovery about what feels good. So if I wanted to get information to figure out what works best for me as an individual, how would you recommend what resources would you recommend people use in order to figure that out for themselves? Well, it's just like anything. You're not going to know until you do it. You know, I can read about fishing all day long and, you know, I'm this, how I'm going to fish and this is what you do. But until you go out there on, you know, Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, <laughs> you know, it's a whole different story. Right. So uh, I obviously I do want everybody to sharpen the saw and to upskill and, you know, to read my book or another book, uh, you know, uh, market watch is a good app, um, but you got to read, but you're not going to know until you get out there. You're not going to know. You're not going to know what your style is until you get out there. Let's talk about crypto a little bit because I'm I'm still fuzzy on it. I know a lot of people are a little hesitant to invest in it because of the volatility of the market and things like that. But I would know that you're um, big into that space and have experience there. So I wanted to know if you could break it down to me like I'm five years old. Like if you could tell me what crypto is and what the market is. Right. So, I mean, you know, something is only worth what you expect or the next person expects them to trade it for, right? So if I gave you a dollar and then you had a dollar and we traded it, we would say that's even. We both agree that's the same dollar and that we can go spend that dollar equally. We trust that dollar, right? So cryptocurrency is that. It's what people are gradually starting to agree that something is worth. Right. And so there was a lot of hesitation, you know, 2012 and, you know, forward. Um, and everybody's kind of skeptical, like, man, you know, it's not going to be worth what, you know, I buy it for. You know, I'm about to get the rug pulled from under me. <laughs> right. So uh, cryptocurrency is a new form of currency um, and it's created, you know, on the blockchain. Um, through proof of work or proof of stake, which is a whole different conversation. Uh, but it's basically a new coin in different ecosystems that people are agreeing are worth something. And so, you know, you're getting these ecosystems where now instead of using money, they want you to use these coins. And so more and more, there's a compelling reason to own these. If I could get, to, I want to say, uh, the play school or little tykes versions, because I always try to think like bringing things down to the smallest level. But if I get the little tykes version of an NFT, because I had a young person ask me like, what is an NFT? I had no idea what to tell them. But if you got any knowledge that you could shed on that, I would, I would appreciate that. So uh, something is fungible if it's tradable for itself, right? So if I had, you know, two of these mouses here, they're tradable for each other. One equals one, right? Well, non-fungible means one doesn't equal one, right? So they're exclusive. And that's kind of the, the meaning of a non-fungible token is that, you know, it's, it's created on the blockchain, Right. And let me just stop right there, you know, just to discuss the blockchain. Right. Mm -hmm. The blockchain is just information. So usually information used to be stored, let's say like this on a motherboard. Mm -hmm. Well, now uh, 
information is just stored in blocks and it's chained together. Each block of information is chained together. So that's what they mean, the blockchain, right? So um, these non-fungible tokens are made on the blockchain and they're not tradable for each other. So they're non-fungible. Everyone is exclusive and has his own identity. And that's what it means by non-fungible. That's dope. That's dope. See, this is why they pay you the big bucks. This is why you're the expert. <laughs> Not yet, bro. <laughs> Not yet. I'm still campaigning. I'm still campaigning. <laughs> you, you're giving us the gems, man. You you taking us good. to the new age. That's good. This is what this is this is why why I wrote the book. Yeah. This is why I wrote the book. Exactly. Exactly. And, and speaking of the book, um, and then black business in general, I ask all my guests this. I want to know. In your opinion, why is it important for us to support our Black-owned businesses, our Black-owned creatives, our Black-owned um, professionals? Why is it important for us to make sure that we're showing support and, and tapping in uh, with those people? Yeah, we all know that we, you know, we want to keep the money circulating within our communities. I mean, it's almost a no brainer at this point. Right. So um, we want to, you know, build ourselves from the ground up. And the only way we do that is by, you know, fraternizing each other's businesses. It's, you know, it's a tried and true, uh, you know, method of building up a culture. And so, you know, that's what we got to do. That's what I do. I know that's what you do. Um, and so, yeah, it's really important that we do support each other, you know, and not, and not only that, I, I want to say um, that one thing that goes along with that is also hold each other accountable. Right. Because, you know, a lot of us are new to entrepreneurship. Um, so we got to kind of, you know, let let our guard down and our pride down and, and keep holding each other accountable so that we can raise the bar as businessmen and women. For the people who want to tap in, they want to learn more about you, your journey. Also, more importantly, purchase the book and get more into investing in the markets. How can they support? Where can they find you? Give us your website, handles, all that good information. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty, you know, straightforward on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, Mac Tuggle, right? My website is MacTuggle.com. So that's M-A-C-K-T-U-G-G-L-E.com. Um, and then, uh, you can get the book on there. I also have a digital copy available. And then if you're more comfortable with like Barnes and Noble or Amazon, I'm also on those platforms and there was somewhere else. Oh, Apple iBooks also. Dope. So you heard the man definitely make sure that you tap in MacTuggle.com. And then also, uh, it's the same on all of the social handles as well. So I want to take the time to appreciate you for coming on to the podcast today, sharing your story, talking to us more about the book and more about yourself and how you got into investing in the markets and so forth and, and being a, a business owner as well. Uh, so just wanted to thank you for your time and um, definitely appreciate you being here. Yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, and, you know, if you guys get any questions or concerns or compliments, you know, let me know. I love to respond. If you have any, you know, particular specific questions, I'd love to do some research. That's what I do. Sometimes that's how I find my gym. So um, I'm always open to discussing and I just appreciate you so much for having me on the show and uh, go blue. Go blue and no doubt, man. And everybody listening, you know how we do Black Fridays. We'll be back next week with another amazing guest. So make sure that y'all tune in.